Hey everyone, this is Angie Wachowski. Now many of you know me as Angie Morgan, but I'll share under the cloak of COVID, I reunited with my college boyfriend. We decided to do life together and by doing life, let me tell you, we made so many great choices and we bought a business, Morsels Coffee, right downtown in Traverse City. So always an adventure there. I'm not there all the time, but Ed practically lives there, which might be a secret to our marriage so far because we've only been married for a year, but it seems to be going well because he lives there. Anyway, stop on by, say hi to Ed. This, though, is Bet On You Radio. We're broadcasting right downtown, Traverse City, and I am so excited. I think one of the most American things we can do in life is to take risks. And through the adventures and the stories that we're going to hear from our guests, we're going to understand their decisions in placing bets on themselves, taking risks. And my really great hope is that you see yourself in their stories and you hear their stories and it connects to a dream or an idea or an aspiration that you have, and you say to yourself, you know what, I can do this too. So my guest today is Steve Ball. Now, I don't know how exactly we met, but I can probably guess it's our kids are friends, they played sports together, and they were, you know, Steve and I were on a sideline somewhere, whether it was baseball, whether it was football, whether it was lacrosse, who knows? But one of the things I love to do that my kids hate that I do is just strike up conversations with people. I love to find out the connections and the intersections of life that I have with people. And so talking to Steve, I realized right away that we shared something in common. We both grew up in small towns in northern Michigan. I was a Kalkaska Blazer. He was from Roscommon. They're the Bucks. And having that commonality and realizing we're about the same age, we probably played sports or, you know, we're at sporting events together. So that was a really fun conversation strike up. But we also talked about his career. He is in the fire services. He is a captain here downtown Traverse City, and he's also an entrepreneur. So I'm not going to steal his thunder. We're going to talk to Steve, and we're going to start. Steve, hey, how's it going today? How you doing, Angie? I'm doing great. We're going to start by just talking about you growing up, Roscommon, yeah. Michigan. Well, the first thing, yes, I, before I get to that, I do got you made a, a very important piece there uh, that uh, the secret to life uh, being a firefighter were 24-hour shifts. So that's what Carrie, my wife, still says that, uh, you know, when I'm gone, I'm usually gone for 24 hours. So that was, that's kind of the secret uh, is that I'm gone for long periods of time, too. But uh, oh, that's right. So catching you on a sideline is like spotting Bigfoot. Right, 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 right. So now, yeah, thanks uh, for letting me be here. But uh, I grew up in Roscommon, Michigan. So small little town, you know, grew up, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of money per se but we grew up uh, happy you know on the on the river in Ross Common What'd so your parents do? my 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 parents uh, my mom worked at um, growing up worked at a grocery store so really? she was a cashier my dad worked uh, in manufacturing so i mean he was at a, a lear uh, is called now but uh, or it is now but um, yeah so we grew up you know just just blue collar you know, and it was, uh, we had a good time. It was a small town. Um, like you said, I was big into sports and just kind of, kind of grown up. It was, it was a good, solid, uh, childhood. Probably led me to a lot of, you know, where I am today. And what was your first move out of high school? What did you think about life? Where were you going to go? Boy, that was, uh, so I was kind of, a, you know, I don't know. I, I was, I was a bit of a wild guy, you know? I mean, I was, uh, you know, I had a lot of life, uh, I was always kind of the life of the party and, and kind of, uh, you know, didn't know where, where life was going to take me, to be honest. So I kind of the smartest thing I did uh, back then was uh, I knew I wanted to, I was really intrigued with the fire service. 
So just, um, you know, I joined a volunteer uh, fire fire department there, and my uncle was was part of it. So he kind of got me into it when I was probably 17, somewhere around there, 16 maybe. And um, just that excitement, that adrenaline rush, uh, I was really drawn to. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of figured out or, or tried to look beyond, you know, Ross Common and try to see how, how can I make this a, a thing, a career. And, um, you know, at that time, it was very, very competitive. So, uh, you know, being, being so young, I, I, I forget who it was, but someone directed me to, you know, hey, go to college, get a degree in it. Um, there is such a thing, fire science. So, uh, and get your paramedic and, you know, you can get a job. So I did. I, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I went to Lakespear State University. So I went there and... Uh, Go Lakers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun up in the, the Sioux. So, you know, I grew up uh, kind of uh, similar to my roots in Roscommon. I was, you know, in Sioux St. Marie. So a lot of hunting, fishing kind of kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I, I had a blast. So it was, uh, it was a good time that I got a degree in fire science. And that kind of led me to to uh, uh, getting hired here in Traverse City Fire. So um, this is your first job then out of college that's coming to Traverse City? My first professional job was right out. I mean, it it worked out way better than it, it should have. You know, I mean, I, I literally, um, I remember graduating like around the, you know, I think it was May 4th. And, and I think at that time I had just had my interview and I, I uh, interviewed uh, well enough to where they, you know, they hired me right out, and uh, I got a funny story about that, too, so I... I want to hear it. Yeah, this is kind of funny. So back then, I was, you know, I was 22, you know, probably barely, and, uh, you know, at the time, there's a lot of professional guys uh, going for the job, and, you know, like I said, it was highly competitive, so, uh, you know, at the time, we had, uh, you know, the panel, the captains, and everyone. I was right out of college, so I didn't, you know, I've never even done an uh, interview like this, so, uh, you know, they're they're kind of drawing me out and when we do an interview now you know I sit on the other side of it but we we try to really you know put the heat on put put the pressure on kind of see how you know how they're going to respond and and act and answer and you know I remember one of the captains at the time uh kind of said hey you know hey how many uh are you physically fit it's like yeah you know sure you know and just coming out of college you know I mean I was I was fit, but not really fit, you know. I mean, I was uh, living not the college lifestyle, you know. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, he looks at me and he goes, how many push-ups can you do? And I, you know, I remember saying, well, heck, I'm thinking to myself, I better say something, uh, you know, good enough or I'm, I'm never going to have a chance here, you know. So so I said, uh, you know, 75 probably. And he looks at me and they totally called my bluff on it. He said, you know what, let's see him. <laughs> We're right in the interview, you know, I got a tie on and, and I'm like, what, you're like right now? You know, he goes, yeah, let's see it. And they're laughing, kind of thinking there's no way, you know, this kid can do this. And, and uh, you know, and and by and rightfully so, I, I shouldn't have been able to. So, you know, I, I kind of pulled down my tie. And, and next thing you know, I'm kind of freaking out inside saying, man, this is it. Like, if I do this, I, I get a job, right? If I don't, like, they're, they're going to laugh me out of here. So um, I got down and in my, you know, in my suit, I, I get down and I, I totally like crack out the you know first couple and then I'm just you know dying inside. <laughs> but uh, just that mental you know toughness, I guess I just uh, I muscled it out and got through it. You did. I, finished I was it waiting all. to hear that. Yeah, I, know. I finished them all and and literally like got up and at that time I I walked out and I was you know they're kind of like holy well what happened wow yeah where'd this come from this guy wants it you know and 
And sure enough, I walked out and they hired me right on the spot. I have to say, like, that's a powerful story of mind over matter, right? If you don't mind, it don't matter. And I'm sure you pulled so many lessons from that, being able to think, this is what physically I'm being asked to do and how much of it is mental. Yeah, you know, it was. And, and I didn't know it then, but, um, you know, the service is, has been that to me. I've, I've been with the, the department now 20, just over 20 years. So, I, I mean, I think we'll... Uh, you know, eventually it, that's what transitioned uh, into business. It's just that never, never quit attitude. And uh, the fire service taught me that at a, at a very, very young age. I mean, we were dealing with, with life and death situations, and I was, you know, 22, 20, you know, through whatever, my 20s, 30s, and, and you know, stuff that was would be typically really hard to deal with. I just, we didn't have a, an out, right? I mean, you had to kind of you had to mitigate the, the, the scene, the circumstance, and we had to get through it. And, uh, you know, I think I, I still say that to a lot of people nowadays. It's like if you can, if you can conquer your own mind like that, I mean, there, it's endless. You can do anything. I mean, and Speaking of doing anything, you did end up early in your career buying a business. Because I'm, as I'm thinking about it, I don't think people go into fire service to get rich quick. I mean, it's... Oh, it's, God, no. No, but so yeah. did you started working at a gutter company, didn't you? Did yeah. Did you need supplemental income? Like, so, what was going on there? Yeah, it's kind of a crazy, another crazy uh, twist there. When I was young um, at the fire department, we had a... Um, he was an ex-Detroit uh, firefighter, actually, retired up here. And he, you know, I, I he had a very, very small operation. So, I mean, he retired, he had... A trailer, some equipment, and he would. Uh, uh, he came to the fire department looking for a couple guys to to kind of help him under the table. You know, he'd pay his cash. We'd hold. You know, we were good on ladders. Uh, you know, didn't need health care, that kind of stuff. So, he would uh, he would grab one of us. Uh, you know, for for any given day, and we'd go and and just help him pretty much hold the gutter. I mean, it was just uh, a very very simple operation. He was a great guy, um, but. Uh, that kind of got me got me going because it it gave me access to what's possible in the business world. I was always interested in business. Um, I just like the the fact that you you know kind of live and die by your own sword. You know, I mean yeah. that's what I love about it. Um, and then you know applying that that I've learned some of the skill sets, the relationship skills that I learned from the fire service, and applying that to business, it just it seemed like it would make sense. And you know, eventually it did. And they approached you about buying the business? Like, how did you go from installing gutters yeah. to actually owning the business? So this is another, uh, you know, another one of those uh, made-for-TV uh, stories here. It was a, it was a dark, stormy night, <laughs> and uh, it really was. It was uh, November, and uh, my wife and I, Carrie, we had just had a, our first uh, baby, uh, Alexis. So um, it was, I got a phone call like at nine at night, something like that. And it was, uh, Ron had just passed, he had cancer. Oh. So it was pretty quick and uh, his, his wife there had, had called and said, hey, you know, um, Ron had passed, uh, you know, I, I want this stuff gone. I want it out of my garage, you know. He, you guys had talked about doing something, you know. Um, and it just something, it was, it, we talk about like uh, uh, taking, maximizing those moments, right? Like when, when opportunity strikes. That's one thing I've been pretty good with in my life is when that opportunity strikes is, or when the opportunity comes to, to take advantage of it. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I looked at her and said, you know, we got to go now. And she was just not having it. You know, new baby, it was a s stormy, you know, it was like you know, the gales of November. 
And um, but I'm like, no, something's drawing me. We have to go now. And we did. We went over there and, um, you know, kind of yeah. kind of settled on just it was out of his garage. So it had some some basic equipment. Um, I didn't know anything about business. I didn't know anything about gutters, to be honest. I mean, I I would watch him hold it. But that's it. I literally became, a, you know, a Google gutter expert, you know, <laughs> the next day. You know, I mean, we, we kind of settled, a, you know, on a deal. Um, and I didn't know anything about anything. But I, I quickly, you know, started uh, trying to find who's doing it well in the state. And um, that was kind of a big part of it. Is I, I sought that because I knew I was... You know, I was up a creek at this point. I had some money invested in this. I needed to figure this out. I had a good job, but now I had a, a liability on, on, you know, paying for this equipment and stuff. So I needed to make this work. And, uh, yeah. And it's funny. It's like you don't start from zero because you have self-reliance, which I think is something that holds a lot of people back from business success. I'm going to fast forward a little bit, too, because you did succeed at building the business, and a lot of people who get into business find themselves in the business too much that we can't grow it or they can't grow it. I'd love for you to share a story about something where you realize that I can build a team, I can get out of the business, I can own more businesses. So I'll let you take it away from Yeah, me. so crazy thing, right? I, I'm a gutter guy now. So I started a business after that. And, and like I said, through through time, we, we grew it well. Um, with good relationships, you know, again, that was key to me. And then, but like most businesses, it was very, I mean, I, w it was, I was involved in everything, right? I was very centered around it. Everything went through me. I had to be the one that installed every job, estimated every job, and it, it stayed at that level, right? I could never go beyond that. Like most businesses have the same issue, right? So kind of as fate would have it, um, we were doing a, a gutter job um, over just in town here, and I actually fell off a ladder and broke both of my hands. So, yeah, it was awful. But, um, I laugh, but you're right. That would be terrible. It was terrible. Like everything yeah. you need your hands for. Yeah, and I don't want to – we don't even have to go into the details on that, but it was not good. <laughs> so in that – but to be honest, that was probably, you know, another uh, crazy moment that, that just changed my life because – I, I was no longer able to install. I was no longer able to do a lot of the things that I did for the business. And what it what it forced me to do was to rely on others. And um, that is the hardest thing in the world to do because nobody can do it as good as you. Mm -hmm. And um, But I had to, to learn to trust people and I had to learn to, to teach them and lead them in the way we wanted to do it and, and how we were growing our business. And, and it was crazy. After that moment, it was like the X factor. It went from like every year we were almost we were we were doubling the size of the company every year. I mean, it was that fast. And um, you know, it went and during that time it was kind of like right when the recession was going on too. So it was. I remember an old guy kind of going up to me and say, "You know what, kid? You better hang on because like up here with the recession, once this goes through, it's going to be lights out." And it really was. I mean, it was even up to this point we spend most of our time trying to, trying to, you know, gr we don't need to grow it, but we, we're trying to, you know, grow it effectively, I guess you could say. I mean, it was, it's just, it's been, it's been a wild, wild ride, so. Oh, absolutely. When we yeah. come back from the next break, we're going to talk about more of the risks that Steve took in the entrepreneurial space, and then I've got five great questions for him to 
round out our time together. Hey everyone, this is Angie Wachowski. I'm one of the co-authors of Bet On You. This is the companion to the radio program. So if you're enjoying what you're listening to, check out this book. Inside there's some really great guidance and a code that takes you to an online platform that helps you dream better and imagine ways that you can bet on yourself. Check it out. So as we come back out of break, one of the things I am amazed by, you have a family of three, you're still in the fire services, so you are mm -hmm. a captain, as you said, 24 hours, yeah. secret to marital success <laughs> <laughs> at the fire station frequently. You have Michigan gutters, and you have more businesses than that. In fact, you bought another business this year. Talk about yeah. all the different pots you have your hands You know, in. I mean, some people collect cats. I, I tend to like to collect businesses, I guess. So, I mean, no, I don't know. It's, uh, it, you know, it's interesting because uh, with uh, – with firefighting, it was a, I mean, it's a full-time career. We're very, very busy. So I, I had to learn quick. Also, another challenge of mine was I had to learn to, to separate the two. So, I mean, I, I would I, still, still work there, but I will, I will work 24 hour shifts and, and be, I mean, I'll go dark as far as like, I don't answer my phone. Um, you know, I'm, I can't get, you can't get a hold of me. Um, because I'm, I'm working at the fire department and, you know, working in that element. So, I mean, and then when I get off uh, uh, that, we get off in the morning, and, and I, I switch hats, and I go right to, uh, you know, my business ventures. So, um, and that's, you know, Mission Gutters is 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 growing um, uh, very well, and then we, we end up uh, buying a garage door business, Precise, as well. So that's uh, that's been going great, um, and it's in a building phase. And then we also got into a lot of properties. So I, uh, we have a property uh, management company uh, called Integrity Property Holdings, and that uh, so we own a number of uh, vacation rentals and, and everything. So I mean, it's it sounds like a lot, and it is a lot. But the key to to success for me has been uh, uh, that relying on people again. I mean, we've built a team that's amazing. I mean, I I've, I've replaced myself in almost all cases. So it's allowed me to still be a, uh, you know, a fire captain and, and do what I, I, I like to do. But I, I also, um, like seeing other people grow and, and gr watch these businesses grow. And, and it's been kind of neat. So it's been amazing too. again, from the sidelines, I've gotten to know your wife, Carrie, and it's yeah. amazing to see her order groceries, manage businesses, <laughs> respond to trouble calls, deal with house cleaning, all in the matter of a couple minutes on the sideline on her phone. And so I think often, again, we get to be around people. We don't know their story. We don't know what's going on in our life, but you yeah. guys are running a pretty intense machine here. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> actually, uh, you know, she's actually the, the rock star here. I mean, she, uh, I get her into all this, uh, these crazy, uh, you know, messes, and um, uh, she's really the glue behind it. I mean, she puts it all together. She's very organized with it. She has a team that, that helps her as well, but um, uh, it's kind of crazy how we, we balance it all out, and we do. You know, we try to balance it out with family because that, that obviously is very important. And, and running kids and answering phones and and everything else I mean I like to say we we really didn't have a choice when we were young um, and we're high school sweethearts too so okay. it's kind of like we we've endured you know endured I guess if you say that uh, all together I mean we've we've done everything together and it's you know we've had no choice but to make it through it so um, 
it's been fun. But she, uh, yeah, she, uh, she'd probably kill me, uh, you know, if you talked to her, she'd probably laugh about it and, you know, say how much work that we, we put her through. But, uh, yeah. Oh, I heard all about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to conclude our time today just getting some of your insights and perspectives. And I've got five questions for you that I, I mm-hmm. like to ask all my guests here. I'd like to first hear a book that inspired you. Can you talk about a book that maybe shifted your perspective, yeah. changed your life? Yeah. So I do a lot of audio books, actually, because I'm driving a lot, uh, doing estimate and stuff. So uh, one that, that just really, really changed my life was um, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it's a it's a very basic uh, business type book, um, but it it's it's uh, it's very inspiring. It, it really taught me the the power of finance and looking at assets versus liabilities. Um, it's something that we we don't really teach our kids nowadays, and that that changed my whole perspective on on everything, and that really stuck with me. Well, so. That's great. Now, next question. I'd love for you to share a piece of feedback that was illuminating to you. Piece of feedback? That was illuminating to you. Mm. Feedback from? Anyone. Your child, your spouse, maybe somebody in your fire team. Wow. Employee. Well, I I mean, there's a lot. Boy. Tell you, my, I remember, you know, one thing early on, my my mom actually came to me and, and you know, she, she was just, it was, his pain, you know, she was feeling the pain of just watching all this go on and be like, why are you doing this? You know, and she just like looked at me like, why do you care that much about money? I mean, what, what is, why? And she, and I said, you know, that really bothered me because it, you know, it had never been about money or or being wealthy or anything like that. It was, it was something else. And I didn't even know it at the time, but I, it really bothered me. So that kind of led me to, to realize that I'm, I I do it because of the, the drive, just something in me is, you know, that wants to push more. And again, enjoying other people succeed in the things that we kind of help create. But, um, yeah, so that was, that was, uh, something that stuck with me. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people out there that I look up to. Um, you know, Larry Page, I think said it best, um, with Google, he created Google and he, uh, attempt audacious cause it's hard to fail completely. And that one's <laughs> always stuck with me cause that's, uh, kind of how I roll. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you kind of kind of throw it out there, and, and it's hard to fail when you, you know, when you put in the work. I think that's, and it's funny, as a well-intentioned mom, I can see your child going through, yeah. you know, time, all these challenges. What's the point of it all? So yeah. Save yourself. And then for you, it's, again, going back to where we started, it's very American, right? It's yeah. very drive. It's how far do I push this thing mm-hmm. that we call life, and that's very much so inspirational, and I get that entirely. What is your favorite activity in the community? Hmm. Sure, it's rescuing cats from trees. <laughs> well, you know, I, I do like to, I, I do enjoy the fire department. I mean, that is why I, I still continue to do it. I enjoy the, you know, the professional uh, fraternity, I guess you could say, you know, I mean, uh, helping people. Um, so I guess at a professional level, I enjoy helping people a lot. Um, you know, selfishly, I guess I like hanging out on our pontoon. I mean, that's kind of fun, you know, going in the bay in the summer. But, uh, yeah, and I I enjoy watching, you know, watching others succeed, too. So you probably see that a lot, too, as people have risen through the ranks into Mm -hmm. management positions as well. Okay, so what's your favorite place to eat in this region? Hmm. In your car? Yeah, right, right. (laughs) At the fire station? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that would be one, too, the fire station. We we do good meals, so they do a good job there. But, uh, you know, I... I, uh, I like uh, Jolly Pumpkins, one of my favorites up there. We go there quite a bit. 
That's special, so, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Location. It's kind of kind of a ways. It, it's a nice setting, good food. So. Laid back, great. Yeah. A final question. What is one thing you've learned in life that's really important for you to share with others? You know, it's, it's uh, you know, I'm definitely not the smartest guy in the world, but I, one, one thing I, I've learned is uh, everything in the world is about relationships. So, uh, you know, harness those relationships, make good relationships, and, uh, you know, that, and don't give up. I mean, just having that grit to succeed. Um, like I said, it's hard to fail. It really is, as long as you, you, you get into the mindset that uh, you're going to be successful. And then go seek others that are doing it well. Look for those relationships um, to help get you where you need to be. Sounds like you've asked for help a lot in life. I have. Yeah, absolutely. I still got, you know, I, I remember to this day, you know, for Mission Gutters, I, I sought out the best gutter company in the state at the time, um, and Tony Cobb was his name, and he he uh, he kind of mentored me, and to this day we're still friends. Aww. And you know, I make fun of him now because uh, we're bigger than he is as a company. But uh, <laughs> no, he he's good old competitive yeah, spirit. Right, right, right. But. I love that, and the thing that um, resonates from this interview for me is like, he who dares in life wins. And True. what's winning, it's like, to me, winning isn't so much about acquiring, as you were sharing earlier, mm -hmm. wealth or material goods. Winning is just being able to realize how far you can take this life, who you can impact, how you can contribute to a committee, or community, how you can contribute to a community. That, to me, is mm -hmm. winning. So thank you, Steve, for being here. Um, thank you for all the service you've given our community and the leadership you've shown others with your businesses on being able to showcase balance and success and the idea that you know if you can define it, if you can dream it, you can actually go out and achieve it. And that's really inspirational. Thank you, WTCM, today for hosting this conversation. Again, I am Angie Witkowski, and if you have any ideas for Bet On You Radio, please just email me directly. So it's Angie at AngieWitkowski.com. I recognize that's a big Polish last name, so I'll break <laughs> it down for you for a second. W-I-T-K-O-W-S-K-I. So Angie at AngieWitkowski.com. Thanks for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you soon. Have a great one. <laughs>